Welcome to Warren Radio. With your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower, and we are glad you joined us. All correspondence and inquiries of the WIBR Warren Radio Network can be sent to us through our contact page on warren-usa.com. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter by using hashtag WatchmanIS216 or hashtag WarnRadio. You can find us on LinkedIn by hashtag Watchman and join us on USA.life or MeWe with hashtag WarnRadio. And also, Warren Radio is on three new social sites, Parlor, Clout Club, and Gab. You can listen to our shows through the following carriers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Podchaser, and Deezer. You can also listen to the shows by going to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. And I want to admonish you to take time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchmen. They're inspired and anointed and they're for these last days that we're living in. We feature three this week. The first one is Manifest Deliverance, Present Evil World. There is a manifest deliverance from this present evil world. There is path, a way, a light, and a plain path for all those to find deliverance. Also, Prophesied Lawlessness, Mystery of Iniquity. Prophesied lawlessness for the fellowship of truth means that the world will find itself in a time when rebellion finds fulfillment. Everything that has been deemed true and natural is now cast aside. And last but not least, America's last stand of crisis opportunity. What most Americans see as a crisis, these enemies of the state see it as an opportunity. For the uneducated in destroying any any society, the reality comes at you quickly. And now I invite the watchman. You're listening to Warn Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. Well, it's nice I could be here today on Sound the Shofar. 
Yeah, it is. And uh, tomorrow's the 4th of July, as opposed to uh, so many people who are protesting to remove everything. The 4th of July is fine with me. I have no problem with the Patriots, the Forefathers, and all the others. And of course, those who are causing trouble would say, well, that's because you're white. But there are a lot of people of all races, creeds, and colors that love this country and love the 4th of July. That's right. There are, however, radical Islamists that are in Congress today that hate everything we stand for. And no matter how much they hate, no matter how much they try, they can't erase the history and what this country has done. Yep. And to them, they can just stick it where the sun don't shine and we'll move on. Because the bottom line of it is, Israel had enemies and they would never recant. But eventually, those enemies were destroyed. So, the bottom line of it is, is that, you know, there is a free nation on earth. It's not perfect. But it has been a tool that has helped the world propagate the gospel and raise millions of generations of Americans as healthy, productive citizens. What you see burning and pillaging on the streets is not Americanism, not patriotism, and it's not fairness in any way, shape, or form. This is not about George Floyd. This is about a Marxist theology coming out of Black Lives Matter and out of Antifa who are nothing but thugs. And the politicians that drag their feet who postulate themselves before these knuckleheads are wrong. Period. And that's all there is to it. And the people that are going around killing raping, pillaging, burning, need to be put in jail and stopped. That's exactly right. If you don't like that, then you're lawless. We are a lawless nation anyway. But the lawlessness that we have seen so far is beyond the pale. And that's all I'm going to say on that. But other than that, it's good to have you here on this morning. You know, there's something about the morning tower you can think. Or your mind gets all clogged up with things of the day and news. Uh, and Yep. That's why you seek the Lord early. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Okay, I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Today we're talking about Mysteries Given, The Secrets of God and Men, Part 4. You know, there are, there are mysteries. But the thing of it is, is that there are those who are not privy to those mysteries. In Matthew 13, 10 through 17, this is very interesting. And the disciples came and said to him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And yes, I like the King James. It's more poetic. We don't have to do modern speak. We have enough of that. 
He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. Did you get that? It is given, and he's talking to those who are around him, who are following him, to the disciples his, and those who are close to him. There's two kinds of crowds in, in anything like this. But there's three different types of groups. There's the crowds that come generally to gather whenever something exciting is happening or something's going on and it's just curiosity. There are those who know what's going on and come there for a purpose. Now within that group there are those that are in the inner circle. And in this case in the New Testament the inner circle consisted of three people. Peter, James, and John. That's evident. And then there were the others who believed him, but they weren't necessarily the inner circle. Now the inner circle are the ones that saw the Lord transfigured. However, when he's talking here, this is to those who are gathered around him, along with the disciples, an inner group of people that knew what his messages were. And particularly when we look it says, and the disciples came. Now it doesn't say if these are the twelve apostles that came to be. Actually there weren't twelve because one had fallen away because uh, he was like unto the son of perdition. He got destroyed. So this would have been the eleven along with a few others. I don't believe this was just those remaining. Of course, at this time, it would have been, however, as I think about it, it would have been including all 12. And so he said, why do you speak to them in parables or stories? These are things that are hard to understand. It makes you think. And if you're not privy, for instance, if I was talking to someone that had no clue as to the gospel or what Christ did, and if I started giving them a parable, they wouldn't understand the whole thing until I explained to them what Christ had done. The disciples were the ones that knew who he was and what he was doing. And they were interested and they wanted to know these secrets. That's why they followed him around. If, if you just believe in someone off the top of your head, you're not going to go follow him all over the country and eat and sleep in the same places and always on the go. You're not going to do that. No. And most Americans, we're so spoiled, we listen to shows, we're, we're inundated with all kinds of, of things, all kinds of shows, all kinds of podcasts, all kinds of everything to entertain us. So Americans be, have become lazy over the years, and 
well, I'm not interested. I'll listen to this instead. And so there's a lot of offerings. And Scripture warns us that sin and iniquity will abound and the love of many will wax cold. That's another problem we have in America. And all of these things make for it hard for people to understand the true mysteries. What is Christ? The interest wanes a lot in listening uh, to things of God. Now, you can do things with, for instance... Uh, some celebrity who is speaking on the kingdom of God from his point of view. And because he's a celebrity, he will gather a lot of people around him and they will listen, all getting excited. But see, when we're talking about this uh, in the original, getting back to the disciples, they didn't all understand. And many times throughout the Gospels, we find the Lord telling them, various things and he's he answered the disciples and said to them because it is given unto you to know these mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but to them it is not given and the thing of it is is that there is a, a prophecy by Isaiah because when you go back to Judah itself Judah didn't even believe Neither did the northern tribes. And we ended up with two tribes because of the sin of Solomon. So we look here, and he just says, it's not given unto them. Yeah, they're, they're part of Israel, but it's not given unto them. Well, how can that be? How can people to whom the Lord is going, Israel's and Jews, not be given unto them to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven? But it wasn't. There was only a certain group. And of course, if they wanted to know, if they were really interested, then they would have sought him further. See, mysteries are not just thrown out there like fodder. If you want to know a mystery, you got to seek the Lord. See, these disciples have been around him, have been following him, been with him. They did everything. They saw everything that happened. They knew what was happening. They, they were even in the garden when he prays, you know, he, he, they were close. They, they hadn't just come and listened and left. Now see, seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. <clears throat> Ask and it shall be given is the first part. But there's, <coughs> excuse me, three things. Ask seek and find well i can ask something well where is some big country um i'm going to look for gold so they show me the mountains over here i go up into the mountains so i'm seeking <laughs> it's going to take me a long time to find what i'm looking for up there may not ever find it my granddad was a gold miner great granddad great great i think it's two greats two or three and uh, he was a gold miner in California. He got killed up there looking for gold. He found something all right. But he, he does have, he did find gold. Didn't get rich, but he found gold. See, some people are willing to go to any lengths to find certain things. But see, these are mysteries. They're not tangible. They're not like that gold my granddad found. 
see gold. I mean, you tell someone, well, I know where there's gold. And I can prove it to you. You bring out that thing and say, see this? I've got this from there. There's lots more there. Follow me and I'll show you. Yeah. You'd have more people following you than you could shake a stick at. Well, you don't want everybody following you. Because you all want the gold yourself. So then greed comes in. Yeah, see, we're a people full of sin. Given to sin. But it wasn't given unto them. It wasn't given to certain of the Jews. They could have found out the Jews all the time. And we're talking the Sanhedrin, we're talking the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the lawyers of the day that were there with the Jews, the, the high priest. They all could have found out. He was wandering around among all of the place, talking to people, miracles and signs and wonders, and they come up proud and postulating, saying, show us a miracle. Do this, do that, prove to us, tell us who you are. Well, he'd been telling them all along. They weren't listening. So it wasn't given unto them. They, they weren't that interested. Their hearts were hardened. They were skeptics. They didn't believe him. And, of course, there was the other thing. And this is one of the reasons that they wanted to get rid of him, because they were afraid they would lose power. The Romans would come and take it away. That's one of the things mentioned when they had finally decided that they were going to kill him. The lusts of men, the sins of men, enter in. You want to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, it's going to cost you, kids. You sit on your butt, and then you go find some guy that's going, or some woman that's going to prophesy over you to make it easy for you. God has never made it easy to be a disciple. And about time, Americans are going to find that out. Around the world, people are losing their lives for being a disciple of Christ. And you sit on your butt in some, ch uh, some church Sunday after Sunday or whenever you go and you think you're a disciple. Baby, I'll tell you, disciples are born and bred in persecution and the fire of those who hate them. Make no mistake, those who followed even Paul around had proven themselves. But these people, they were outsiders. They didn't really want to know. If they wanted to know, they would have stuck around, but they didn't. He says, not given unto them. And he goes on to say, for whosoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken away, even that he has. And that's including knowledge. If you're rejecting Christ, whatever knowledge whatever thing that you're nurturing, you can run into the delusion factor as well. He will choose your delusions and bring your own fears upon you because when he called, you never answered. God is calling today and a generation is too busy. But there was a little revival over here where they began, where George Floyd got saved. A preacher evangelist went out there and started preaching and God touched hearts started a revival see the issue with George Floyd is sin George Floyd had sin he wasn't perfect for all of sin to come short of the glory of God he didn't sin because he's black he sinned because he was human he's part of the human race and the human race has fallen it's about time these ding-dongs understand the fact. God created all men. It's for all people. 
Redemption is given to all people, all men, everywhere. You're to love people. You're to love all colors. You're to love everybody. You don't want to know the truth. You just want to follow what you want to follow. But know this, whatever you have been given will be taken away from you. May not be taken away tomorrow, but I can tell you that there's a kingdom coming and, and that kingdom is belonging to Yahshua and it's, and, and it's perfect. It's holy and righteous and it'll last forever. In order to participate, you have to be perfect. And the only way to be perfect, and that is to repent before God and receive Yeshua, John chapter 1. Be born again to the Spirit, confess your sins, for with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Read Romans 3 through 7. And then walk in his light, 1 John 1. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, you'll have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's called a relationship. Once you develop that relationship, you can seek the Lord God. And as he knows how your heart is, he will reveal things to you. Some of them come quick. Some of them are right away. You find a new life. You find out one of the mysteries is you can live above the lust of the flesh. God has given you a power. He actually speaks to his disciples. Does God speak to you, the unbeliever says. Well, of course he does. Boy, you better watch that. Because they're going to think you're crazy. So the Lord said, Therefore speak I unto them in parables, because they seeing not... They seeing, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, shall not perceive. Now that's called a judgment. And he's speaking directly to the Jews, given by the prophet Isaiah, because these people would not listen. Isaiah prophesied ahead of time that they would not listen. For he goes on to say, For this people's heart is gross, it's covered over. Like a hard wax over your ears. So their ears are, uh, their ears are dull of hearing, they can't hear. Their eyes they have closed. This is spiritualized. Yeah, they saw them with their eyes. They saw this itinerant uh, Jewish rabbi who was not of the Levites. And Judah had the Levite class there, and it was in the Levite class, the ones that ran the temple. And, of course, there were prophets around, but they were all leading them astray. They had all led them astray before. That's one of the reasons Judah went into captivity in the first place. Everybody from the chief priests to the prophets, even to the king, were all carried away with abominations and other gods. And so when the Lord came, most of them in Israel were looking for a political Messiah, someone to free them from the Romans. And today, Israel is still looking for the Messiah. But see, Israel today, they're a microcosm of America. They have a lot of sins over there. 
lot of different things that aren't right before God, especially if you're Israel. Now, see, America is not a theocracy. It never does follow commandments or the laws. It couldn't. America is full of Gentiles who are lawless. Now, the Jews, however, have the law written in their heart. But even with that, they have gotten carried away and followed other gods. Because you're not justified by the law. And by the law shall no flesh be justified before God. So he goes on to say, Your ears are dull of hearing, their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. That's why scripture, you get into Revelation, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. Now see, many people when they come to hear preachers, teachers, or whatever, and I've been doing this for over two decades, Tower and I, and I can tell you that people will judge you on one sermon, one word, one thing they disagree with, and they'll never come back. That's the way they do it. Because we are so fickle here. You wonder why you got a street full of thugs that are burning your place down in this country called America? And the Democrats take a kneel to them and declare it's righteous? The liberal politicians don't do a thing and let them go ahead and do it? It's called sin. It's called delusion, deception. These people have rejected the truth a long time ago. America's had a plethora of preachers. They've had tons of their prophets. And they've had more churches than you could shake a stick at. Billy Graham went all over this country preaching repentance. David Wilkerson spent decades warning this country as a watchman. And we are the most hedonistic separated, divisive, hateful, spiteful Americans this nation has ever produced. And it comes on the heels of great men of God who have spent their entire lives warning this nation. One of the last things Billy Graham warned about, he said he feared for this country because of the way it was going. My pastor had said the same thing about the Assemblies of God when I was visiting him, and I used to visit him. See, the things of God, they're there, but you'd better grab them, and you'd better walk, and you'd better act, and you'd better make sure your heart is right. Because God knows your heart. Now, he can heal. He could have converted them. The Word of God will convert them. The Spirit of God. Regeneration. But he goes on to say, but blessed are your eyes for they see, and your ears for they hear. Because they understood. And he goes on to tell them the truth. For I say unto you, 
that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. He's speaking of those Jews in the Old Testament. The prophets and many Jews themselves who knew that the Messiah was coming. They knew what he would do. They weren't blinded. Their nation had been blinded, but they weren't blinded. They knew the truth. They were looking forward to the Messiah, the consolation of Israel. The consolation of Israel is a phrase that came out because Israel had been sent into captivity in humilia humiliation, of course, for 70 years, and they were finally delivered back into the land. And Judah's been suffering from that fact ever since, and they've had enemies ever since. But you see, Paul goes through it in detail, saying that God has not cast away the Jews. But see, even among the Jews, you know, this is where the Gentile media and those who create all your movies that you love so much will put out a movie on Jesus and he's wimpy and sissy. They don't even know him and they try to make a movie about him. Such nonsense. I'll tell you who Yahshua was. He was someone that told you to love your enemies, but at the same time, he told the lawyers, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, those around, that they were snakes and vipers because of what they were trying to do. The Jews said, we're of our father. Well, see, they looked back to Abraham because of the covenant of circumcision, and they looked to Moses, but they didn't really care about either one of them. The Lord said, you are your father the devil. This is a guy that went into the temple and took a whip and threw him out physically, manly, tough. Get out, is what he said. What do you think if you found a true Jewish prophet that knew the Messiah and go into some of your fancy churches a day and get the whip and whip the pastor out? Whip all these deacons that never fast and pray. Whip this pastor who hasn't prayed longer than 30 minutes all of his entire life and he's trying to tell you the word of God. Give it over to the devil. They have forsaken the house. And they say it's of God but it's of Baal. It's full of rebellion and lies. This is the kind of God that you serve, a holy God. And if you want to serve him and know his mystery, stop playing around and get into him. Because his stuff, his word, his purpose will succeed. But make no mistake... Yahshua isn't coming back to die on the cross for you. He's already done that. He's already given you mercy. He's already provided his grace. He's already given you his love. But in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we know very well what he says. Paul warns that they'll reject the love of the truth. 
It's high time Americans understand. This isn't modern Christianity. This is an encounter with the Messiah. And he's telling the apostles here, it's given to you to know. For you see and you hear indeed and you don't hear with wickedness and evil but you really want to know the truth the Lord says that if you seek him with all your heart you will find him see this is where it is and when pressure comes enough and troubles comes enough and the end of your physical world you turn around you look and all is upheaval and troubled and you and you fear for your life and that of your family and you don't know how you're going to make it through so what do you do well some people end up doing things they shouldn't But a righteous man will kneel down, get his heart. And when I say this, many people think the act of kneeling with your knees is the thing God's talking about. Well, every knee is going to bow anyway, and every tongue shall confess. But God is looking for a people whose heart has been given to him in fullness. The children of Israel and Judah, including the northern tribes, oh, they went into the temple. They followed everything, but their hearts weren't in it. They didn't know him. Jacob and Joshua, on the other hand, knew him. And the Lord even, the Bible even says that they had a different spirit in them. Yeah, because they believed. Remember when Moses sent out all of the spies into the land, when they were spying out the promised land? It was only Joshua and Caleb who came back with a good report. Why? There was a different spirit in them. They believed. They knew God would give them the victory, but the other ten didn't. And their negativity and unbelief turned the entire group of Israel against Moses and those who stood with him. Unbelief can destroy you. Lukewarmness will bring you further down. Iniquity surrounded by iniquity every day will wear on you. And you need to be renewed every day, every moment, every second. And you can feel it in your spirit if you truly know the Lord. And that's when you need... Let me put it this way. A computer... And I've been around them all my life, practically. I mean, my older life. And when the internet pretty much first started and you was able to get on, I had a computer and was online. And one thing about the internet and the computer and everything, folks, it's not real. Not one second of it. I can create a website, you can go there, make you feel good, and it can tell you things. All your news is the same way. Now within all this, there are truths. There are also lies. 
The internet is amoral. It could care less who you are. Digital and the script and the code that makes everything hang together is amoral. It could care less. Anybody <clears throat> with any kind of a heart can input. That's all it takes, just someone to put in the code. They can be evil, immoral, and everything else. That's why you have evil on the Internet. That's why you have lies. That's why you have people who are giving you lies that are dressed up and look nice. You can't go by that. The same stuff that everybody loves today is going to entrap you. It already has. Social media is not social. It's divisive. It provides a platform rebellion. Now I use it to get the word of God out. But I know what this is. It is an enemy. It is a snake. But it can also be a tool for good. But people, and the devil especially, will use it to divide. And that's what he's done. Your lifestyle today is in danger because now this technology has gotten into all your banks, your bank account, and everything else. And with one flip of the switch, one little thing, they can make it where you cannot enter anything unless you have the code, and the code will be the mark of the beast. The currency that we used to think was cash, it's not going to be cash. It never has, and it's already stopped. People think that we're waiting for the one world currency. It's been here, and people haven't even seen it. It's called digital. Because through digital and everything online, the devil can control everything you do. Now, you can get off that, you can reject it, and they'll close up your bank accounts. They will close up your ability to buy, sell, live, even drink water, do anything. That's where the belief and the miracles of God will come in. You need to understand something. If you're a parent and you allow your kids on this thing all the time unattended, it won't take long before you will have a rebel on your hands. Because nine times out of ten, they will find the wrong things. And especially if you have not brought them up in the way and the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So when we're talking about the mysteries of the kingdom of God, <coughs> I'll tell you what, you can find a lot of people that have written books on mysteries. Go buy them. See, what, see how far you get. But the true mysteries of the kingdom of heaven are revealed by our God and our Father through Jesus Christ our Lord and His Spirit as you seek Him and look unto Him and get into His Word. Freedom to be truly free came with a cost for America. These punks that are in downtown big cities that are destroying everything, led by people who have purposely used these young people 
Yeah, there's a hand behind them with money that's wicked and blood-soaked and intentions that are evil, and they're using a lot of young people because they met online. But this nation that, that they're so willing to tear down, its foundation was built upon those who had been persecuted for their faith. And I'm not just talking Christian faith, because the Jews were here in the beginning too. And Islam did not create America. That's a lie Obama fostered. The bottom line of it is today, the mysteries of a kingdom of God and the matter of whether America is going to survive isn't even on the same plane. In the long run, the nations of men are going to dissolve. There's only going to be one kingdom, and that's the kingdom of our Lord. And that's the one we're waiting for. Now, we don't want America to be destroyed. But the bottom line of it is, our God is not the United States flag. Our God is not the president. Our God is not Congress. And the church isn't the one with the human name on it, the church of whatever. And they have a load of Christians going there. The church are the people, not the building. When you get to heaven, it's not going to be filled with the, with the names of all these denominations. The Baptists are over to the right. The Pentecostals are to the left because they're radical. You have some others in the middle. No. It's all going to be those who know him. If you are his disciple, take up your cross and follow him. Now you see, there's a problem with taking up the cross. Because the minute you start doing that, it's not your will. It's not your favorite job. It's not your idea. It's the Lord's. And I can tell you, I know what I'm talking about. And so does Tower. It's cost to follow the Lord. There's a cost, kids. This is not fairy tale. And although <clears throat> becoming a believer isn't going to cost you money, the cost is your heart and your repentance and your love. And the life following of Christ will cost you everything. Revelation 12:11. they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. You see, we've had people, for as long as I can remember, preaching the prosperity gospel. 
That's not the will of God. The will of God is for you to be his child and to walk in his ways. And if there is any prosperity, God will do the prospering for you. Remember Abraham? <clears throat> Some enemies came and took his nephew Lot. So he gathered some men and went after them and caught up with them. He told all the men after they had freed Lot to divide some of it. And they wanted to give him some. He said, no, I don't want any of it. He says, lest someone should say, that has made me rich. For he looked to the Lord God. Now see, there are home missions pastors in America that have lost everything, that have cost them. We've known them. We knew missionaries. We haven't seen them in a long time, but it costs kids. And we report on the persecuted church every week. And we report on countless people who have lost their lives for the Lord. And the ones who are suffering the most are the ones who have left Islam or Hinduism or some other religion to follow Christ. They will lose their families. They will lose their jobs. They will lose their ability to even have a place to live or grow their own food. And so, America, you're sitting, many of you citizens, in one of the most prosperous nations on earth, led by a president who wants to make it the greatest and has given you one of the greatest economies in the history of this nation has ever seen. He's given you everything because he knew how to do it, also because God intended it. This is something to let you understand. Donald Trump is a lesson. That lesson is this. You have been given everything, and yet the one enemy that you hate the most is the one that loves America more than any other man I've ever seen, and who's willing to give everything up to try to help you and who has succeeded like no other person has in creating an economy and a life and trying to get the companies back here. But yet the Democrats loathe this man. The liberal governors loathe this man because he simply wants to make everything great. And we've talked to people. And people are deluded because the news refuses to report anything positive about what he does. And we've had this for it's going to be four years, it's going to be plus four years because they started it before he ever entered office. You see? And you're not happy. And so when you start seeing the inner streets of your city totally getting destroyed and burnt by fire, when the Republicans wanted to condemn that action, the Democrats blocked it. 
You have Ilian Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and AOC who encourage this. You see, what you have is about ready to be taken away from you. Because you don't want to know the truth. The one mystery of the kingdom of God is God can take stuff away. And if your hearts are so full of hate and venom, he will take stuff away from you and bring you to your knees and hope to bring you to a point of repentance. Because he knows what hell is like. May God grant you revelation into what we're talking about. Because your hope is not Antifa. Your hope is not BLM. Especially if you're black. You know, a lot of them slaves that you all are so concerned about, America never did condone it. It was just part of the way America, the world was, actually. You can trace it to the roots in the UK. You can trace it to the Roman Empire. Even the tribes in Africa kept slaves. And after a while, they would invade each other and then sell these blacks to the slave traders. The blacks are even complicit. Your hope is the Lord. Some of the greatest gospel songs we have today are Negro spirituals. These people suffered terribly, but they had God in their heart through Christ. They knew the truth. The unfortunate thing of it is there are generations of young blacks who have no clue as to who the real Christ is. And they argue over whether he's white or not. This is so preposterous. For if you saw him in glory, if you're not one of his, you wouldn't be looking at him anyway. You'd be flat on your face. If he was to appear right now, you would dissolve. Unless he willed it. Remember, Moses wanted to see his glory and God covered him with his hand to protect him. See, that's what God is doing. That's what God did through his son because God is holy. And he says, I'm going to shield mankind because if I appear now, they're going to, all my creation is going to be destroyed. So he sent his son and that covering to shield you is the blood of the lamb. The Passover lamb, Jesus, Yeshua. And he is the one that covers you with his blood to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you in the eyes of God, fulfilling all the righteousness that is in the law so that you won't perish if you see him. So now, as Paul said, you can enter in boldly in the name of Christ because God has made a way. That's one of the biggest mysteries of the kingdom of God you can know. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you, Lord. Open their eyes. Give them wisdom. 
and knowledge and revelation into your mystery that we speak about. Father, in Jesus' name and in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from this preaching, teaching, and streaming of this word and all those who receive it. Amen. Okay, Tower. Okay, here I am. Well, that was a good show. I really enjoyed that. It's truth, a lot of truth. There's a lot of mysteries of God, and you will find out something every day if you seek Him. And you found it out, didn't you? Yeah. We know what that is. Yes, I just, I love God and His Word. And every day, and the older you get, you know, you see your need more of God. Well, you're supposed to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you're supposed to. But it, oh, I love the Lord and I'm thankful for His redemption and thankful that He wants to be a part of our lives. We don't deserve Him or His holiness at all. He's a holy, righteous God and it's amazing that He loves us. It is. Well, you know, that's where we need to keep believing and lifting up this country. Amen. That somewhere in the ashes, God will raise us up as people. That's right. God can establish America again. But the bottom line of it is, really, the choice is yours. You've been given two choices. The great America that God ha has intended with God at the center, which is what Trump even says, he's not perfect. God doesn't use perfect men. There are no perfect men. The only one that was perfect was Christ, and he died for you. And now he's given you the other view. Destroy America, destroy everything that's in it, and create a socialist society or something you think will work. If you look around and really want to know the truth, you're going to understand that that's not the answer. People from around the world are coming to this country for one reason. It's America. It has always been America, and there's hope. Amen. But in the last so many months this summer, you have seen the other side. America can fall. People are here to bring it down. And it's not going to stand. But by the hand of God. And it's not going to fall. Except by the hand of God. Well, we've been on this path for a lot of years, Tower. Yes, we have. And I'm thankful. Thankful for... That God, that we answered his call. Scary to be, scary thought to be without him. Well, you know, I remember that first time that we had uh, the U-Haul packed. We had sold our house. I'd given up my job to go to Bible school. Yep, that that was one of the longest drives of my life. <laughs> Long ways away across the flat plains of South Dakota. That's a memory now. 
And I had no clue as to where that would lead us. Yep. And to all those who have been our friends these years, may God bless you. And to all the new ones, you don't know us. You can listen to what, what we do online, but you don't know us. There's a lot of articles and a lot of shows we've done. You want to know us. You need to listen. You need to read. You need to do your research and on our sites. But the most important one you need to know is our God and our Father and His Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, the true Messiah. Amen. Lord of Lords and King of Kings. The great I Am in Revelation, He calls Himself the Almighty. He that was dead and is alive and alive forevermore, that is who we serve. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, Dana, my heart really breaks today for the young people. Yeah. And they've used this coronavirus to isolate people. And these people, we're, we're a social people. We like to be around other people. And so they've used this social media to gather the young people together to hate America and to hate other people and to destroy. And it, it's heartbreaking to me that these young people are lost. And we really need to pray for our young people. We do. That's true. That God will get a hold of them somehow, some way. Yeah. He knows how. We he need does. to pray. He does. With that, we got to get out of here, Tower. Okay, good, good day, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We hope you have a wonderful Independence Day. Be safe in your celebrations and be careful. And we love you and may God richly bless you in all that you do. Good night. Good day, everybody. We'll see you. Shalom next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.